Disturbia. Yeah, I like your throat croak. That is the lyrics, right? Darkness is the light or something. Disturbia. Am I scaring you tonight? I think something like that. Ba ba beat up ba ba beat up ba. Quote. Shia LaBeouf is in this movie. Oh. Did you ever see Disturbia? Once. I don't remember any of it. That was like the neighbor's creepy or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not get carded at the liquor store today, so my new haircut makes me look older and more refined. The less hair you have, the more older you are. Is that a linear equation? Do we want to talk about graphs and equations, Alex? I hear you're really good at following. Yeah, no, well, it's not. A, it's not a linear equation. It's a bell curve. Oh, because you you're born with no hair. Oh, well, I guess depending. Some people are lucky and blessed with like an afro or something when they have it. Blessed with an afro when you're born. You know how you know Jesus has blessed you if you're born with an afro. Hashtag. Which part? Blessed. Oh. I thought born with an afro, and I was like, that's pretty long. While you un- uncage that, um, if you ever hear any skittering in the background, there is possibly a raccoon or a possum or a squirrel or a rat. Some four-legged animal. Everybody in our ceiling just heard me pop that and thinks I'm fancy. <laughs> oh, this ain't expensive. It's Mr. Boston's uh, champagne. And the crowd goes wild. Yeah, we have a we have a possum in our in our wall. It's not a squirrel. The strides are too long. Listen, I'm a wildlife expert. I've lived in old homes, country homes, my whole life. Country home, I love you. So I know of mouse versus a squirrel, and this is. Well, I never said a mouse. No, but it's neither. It's long, drawn out. I think that there's a an end. We're going to film the next paranormal activity. I got a haircut today. If you guys didn't already garner that from my non-carding experience, it's a big deal. I lost like two inches and that's a lot. How many is this? Three? That's more like three. That's not three inches. Oh, come that's on. That's like two inches. Boy, do I know two inches. <laughs> um... I saw a scholastic book truck today. Did you see it? Where would I have seen that? Well, it was at the top of our road. Maybe you went out before the scholastic book truck. You always leave the driveway before me like a bat out of hell. I'm always late. Well, no. Yes, always late. I always have to walk to your car to kiss you goodbye. I'm always late to work, so though. So then I have to walk all the way back. Always late to work. Late is a frame of mind. Whether it is either late or early, he attends. He arrives in exactly when he intends to. Like a that. queen is never late. Everyone else is simply early. Princess Diaries. Candle the Grey. Princess Diaries. One of these is a better movie. You want to find out? Shut up. Are the mics registering? Can we make sure? Is mine in the right spot? As long as you edit it correctly, yes. No, you you had it playing from the computer. And Stop. then you and then you oh muted it. Oh my god! It. Oh my god! No, 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 no. One, one, the other one was first, and then you messed up. Okay. I hope you realize this is episode twenty nine. So you do have a story, right? It's thirty. No, it's episode twenty nine. No, it's not. Oh, it says episode twenty nine in the corner. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Why would it? It's episode thirty. It is episode thirty. <sighs> And because of that, Francis doesn't have a story. It's only me. Oh my god, no, Alex. So, how was your week? Fine, I guess. Yours. Oh, you, more than fine. Let's talk about your Monday. What? Nothing happened. Oh. Alex went on a booze cruise. And there was no boats. It was a bus. It was a van. A van. A van of booze. A Down booze by the van. River. Yep, when drinking with my coworkers. How awesome! I want to go drinking with my coworkers, or just do you? I mean, you just did, kind of. 
Yeah. But two days had, in a row. You had a day full of fun. And then I picked you up and everyone was drunk. It was great. And then I had a bad night. Because I had a bad night. You bumped your head real hard. Got bit by a dog. <laughs> Aspirated champagne. <laughs> this is not champagne, Scala. What's my nose going up? Yeah, um, Alex had a great Monday in which he went drinking with coworkers. And then I picked him up and I was like late for ladies night. And that was okay, but... Then I brought him home, and then I went to ladies' night, and then at ladies' night, I got bit by a dog real bad, and then on my way out, I hit my head real hard and got concussed, and then I stayed home from work on Tuesday, went to work on Wednesday, shouldn't have, stayed home partially on Thursday, here we are on Friday. Solomon Grundy. Solomon Grundy, I might be dead. On Friday or Saturday? Who knows? Alex was like, maybe we should take the week off and you should recover some more. And you might be right, but I just didn't feel like giving up. I would rather be stupid and loyal than smart and non-loyal to our listeners. We already got shit from my parents' friend who was like, they took too much time off. Start your own podcast. P.S. Thank you for listening. You know who you are, but also you're my parents' friend and you hated on us. So we'll talk about this. You're out of the family. Well, it's a friend, not a family. You're out of the family. They're basically family. Anyway, it's been a rough week. I've cried a lot the night that I got my concussion. So I've had like three or four and they get <clears throat> worse. And the night that I came home with my concussion... I was both disoriented and just so emotional and I just cried a lot, like uncontrollable. And then the next day I was so sick and in pain. And the next day after that, I was so sick and in pain and crying. And then I got my period and then it was just like this compounded horrible week of pain and misery and nausea. I, like, spit out food because I was nauseous. It was a bad time. Uh, I've had a bad week. Yeah. Now you're here. Now I'm here keeping food down and being here for you. And doctors say you shouldn't drink with a concussion. But here I am worsening my brain damage. Because... Because I'm stupid, probably. After this, yeah. Uh, I felt stupid all week. I emailed uh, your bosses, who are one of our clients, and I prefaced the email with, I hope this email makes sense, but I'm having a hard time processing. And then you texted me, and they were like, they didn't understand one part of it. And I was like, okay, yeah. Also, probably that email wasn't very well written, so I felt Well, they didn't know what a boomerang was. Well, yeah. I also read it again later, and it was, like, kind of all over the place. And it was just, like, the most stream of consciousness email ever. And I was like, God, that's not a great email. But here we are. Here we are. Um, yeah. Scholastic books. Brain damage. Booze cruise. Checked all the boxes. Bucket list, you can die happy now? I hope my luck is changing. Wait, had I stepped on a screw? Probably. Yes, because I already had my tattoo. Okay. I think my luck is changing, guys. No more screws. Uh, yeah. No more concussions, hopefully. No more dog bites, hopefully. Yeah. Things are going to change. No more things in our walls. No, that'll that'll probably stay. It's a big thing. It's probably a Tasmanian devil. 
Mm-hmm. They're all dead right there. No. That's me eating tigers. <laughs> That's not the same animal at all. At all. One of them goes... You know? Mm-hmm. Pick it up on a put down. What's his name? Isn't it just like Taz or something? It is just Taz. Yeah. That was a pretty good impression. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. It's episode 30. I don't need a story. I said earlier. I know. But that was a mean trick where I my heart stopped for a second. Because I don't know. I've been brain dead all week. Maybe I dropped the ball. I wouldn't doubt it. I will say before I start this. Do I know it? Oh, uh, sorry. Doing the best I can. There's a lot there. So it's going to be shorter. I mean, it's not going to be short, but it's going to be not the entirety, like full detail kind of thing. Okay. So if anyone's like, you left this thing out. You did it on purpose? That or... Who knows? Okay. You're you're really starting off on a confident high note. Well, I'm just saying, just in, in the event you're that something like really that happens. You're really amped up and excited. I think you probably did a good job. So this was come as a recommendation by a patron. Oh. By the name of Ellen. Ellen! My sister. Nope. Different Ellen. DeGeneres. She's a big fan. Mm-hmm. If you like Ellen, you should listen. The person that I am doing was born in Reynolds, Georgia. I said on January. R-E-N-A-U-L-D. Reynolds. Reynolds. R-E-Y. Oh, Reynolds. What? Reynolds? Reynolds. All right. On June 7th, 1940. Um, Three days after America was born. And a couple of scores. Like one or two. Um, I didn't see what his father did. Um, Wait, what's his first name? I didn't say. Oh. Mm-hmm. For a second, I thought his last name was Reynolds. But um, yeah, I didn't see what his father did. This God, person... it's moved into the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Sorry. This person would go on and later in his life would say that his mother was a prostitute when he was growing up. True or not. Who's to say? But... um. Shortly following his birth, the Little family would move from Georgia to Lorain, Iowa, Iowa, <laughs> Ohio. Iowa, whoa. Wait, that was Ohio? Yeah. That wasn't Idaho or Iowa? No. It was Ohio? Ohio. <laughs> so yeah, shortly following his birth, the Little family moved from Georgia to Lorain, are you Ohio. Being, are you being disrespectful or is that a capital L? Lorraine. L- the Little family? No, no. <laughs> it's That's his last name is Little. The Little family from Ohio. <laughs> uh, where a young Samuel. Samuel Little. Yep. Would be raised almost primarily by his grandmother. I thought you were going to say wolves. Primarily by wolves. There's that guy who was raised by wolves and, like, has different snarls for different things. Romulus and Remus. What? The founders of Rome. No, 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 no. He's on, like, National Geographic. Sure. And he, like, he, like, he wasn't raised by wolves, but he, like, lives with wolves and he, like, goes with them with their meat and then he has different growls for, like, aggression and then, like, noises for, uh, like positive interactions and they like back down because it's a leader it's wild he's sure. weird you should watch it i don't even know what it's called but i bet you could figure it out maybe one day it's very interesting anyway sorry he was not raised by wolves it was his grandma mm-hmm. throughout his um childhood he would routinely have problems with um, his ability to like perform well in school like to achieve and his ability to respect authority okay. just that problem with the man Oh, what are you drinking? I'm so sorry. Pilsner. Nice. I'm drinking a... Liquid Saber Brewing Company. A cheap, cheap cava. Fresh 
Freak's not. Freak's not. Something black. Cordon blue. Instead of cordon blue, it's cordon negro. Anyway, sorry. I'm so sorry. It was an outburst. I'm fine. Uh, by the time he was 16, he was arrested and convicted on a breaking and entering charge in Omaha. Nebraska. Yeah. We've moved. He's moved from Ohio to, to Nebraska. Owaiwo. Owaiwo. <laughs> His dad woo woo. woo. Do you remember that show? Who? Hysteria. No. You didn't watch Hysteria? Oh, it's Disturbia. No, it was a show, Hysteria. It's basically a mix between Animaniacs and like all that, you know, Animaniacs, uh, Hysteria, and Pinky and the Brain. They all went together. And at the end, there was a baby, and it went, Hey, stay, woo, woo. And Ellen and I would always have this conversation about who could do the best, Hey, stay, woo, woo impression. And then Abby would be like, Abby was always like, Ellen could do it better. And she, yeah, she was right. Ellen could do it better. But you never watched Hysteria? No, so why are you like, why you're all bent out of shape, even though now you would know that she could do it better? I'm not bent out of shape. She was right. But you're like, you're saying you always had the competition. And yeah, we did. We tried. And I always Abby knew was I always w- like, Ellen's Ellen does. doing. No, we always. I I thought I could get to the point where I could do the imitation as good as Ellen, so we would have competitions to see who could do it better. But I never did, and I kept trying. You should watch that show. It's pretty funny. Anyway, sorry. Okay, we'll get through the fourth bullet. We'll get there. By his um, mid twenties, he'd moved back uh, with his mom, and now they're living in Florida. Okay. Uh, during his time in Florida, he picked up odd jobs um, here and there, and he worked for Dade County Department of Sanitation, mm. and then he worked in cemeteries. I don't have a judgment on that. I'm just, I mean, knowing what's to come. I don't know what's to come. Um, after that, Sam began, began traveling the country more and more, um, having multiple runs in, run in with the law, ranging from, uh, DUI to armed robbery and rape. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a big range. So during this time, he would get picked up on, say, DUI and he would get convicted. He'd go to jail and he would pick up like boxing, I guess, to like. Mm. Shadow boxing? I don't know. I was going to go the route of like prison fight club and like the guards are betting on it and stuff is that a thing yeah <gasps> like dog fighting kind of i guess what weird okay yeah um in 1961 he was picked up for breaking and entering into a furniture store and then he spent three years in prison by 1975 he'd been arrested at least 26 times with a long list of aliases 57? 26 did you say 1957 75. Oh, 75. So he was 35. Yeah. Okay. He had, uh, was like five aliases ranging from Sam McDaniel, Sam McDowell, Willie Clay Clifton, and Willie Lewis. What? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Where to get William, but whatever. I would mean, yeah, I'd change your first name if you're going to have an alias. Uh, you don't like Sam McDaniel or Sam McDowell? <laughs> no, I mean, change your, change your whole name. Don't just choose Bart's. Uh, September 1976 in Missouri. Um, he moves around a lot. Yeah. In Sunset Hills. I don't recall where in Missouri that was. He was involved in the rape and injury of Pamela K. Smith. Um, Pamela was able to get out of Sam Little's car and she was able to run down to her friend's house with her um, hands bound. She's basically naked at this point. Um, she had been beaten and sodomized. Um, little. Wait, wh- wh- why do you sodomize someone if you have a penis? I think sodomy is just. No, it's with an object. Hmm. I thought it was just like forcible. In the butt. Oh God! <laughs> this is us. Did you ever think we'd be here? On a Friday night saying the words forcible in the butt. Is that what you were like? When I meet my girl, my dream girl, I'm going to be sitting here on a couch saying the words forcible in the butt. Yeah, sure. Wait, 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 wait. I need to Google this. 
I'm going to Google sodomy. Because I thought you were able to sodomize somebody Oh. as a man. Wait. Just by having sex with them. Oh, I thought it was an object. It's just sexual intercourse involving anal yeah. or oral copulation. What? Then this girl's picture comes up. And she looks pretty smug. Or anal or oral sex between people or sexual activity between a person and a non-human. Both are sodomy. Between a person and non-human. So couldn't it be a person and like a cucumber is sodomy? No. Bestiality is in parentheses. Mm. It's, are you having sex with a cucumber? I mean, people do. Uh, so it's basically anal or oral or bestiality, a.k.a. non-procreative sexual activity. So, this entire time, I've always thought it meant with an item. I mean, couldn't it still? Yeah, no, on procreative sex. Okay, all right, I'm with it. I'm here. We're here. We all know the definition now. See ya. You're welcome. She's been sodomized, beaten, okay. was able to run away to her friend's house and get help. Little was picked up for that assault, and he was charged with assault with attempt to ravish, and he served three months. Okay. In 1982. Three, wait, well. Mm-hmm, three months. It just dawned on me. Okay, cool. Awesome. 1982, the body of Patricia Mount was found in the Gainesville area. She was nude and had been strangled. Witnesses placed Little as the last person to have seen, been seen with Patricia. Harris found with the body matched Little's, but without much beyond that to go on. He was acquitted due to lack of physical evidence. I got nothing. Yeah, I looked up how to say this town earlier, but we'll get to that. October 1982. Oh, no, I don't want you to get the pronunciation right. Melinda Lepre's body was found in a cemetery, by a cemetery groundskeeper in Pascagoula, Mississippi. P-A-S-C-A-G-O-U-L-A. Hmm. Pascagoula. Sure. That sounds right. Sure. Um, Sorry, Mississippi. She had been missing for three weeks. Um, so she went, found it in a cemetery. Yeah. Aww. In October. She had been strangled. Witnesses placed Little at the scene as the last person to have seen her. Like, what? How many clues do you need? Well, I mean, if he gets acquitted, they can't charge the same crime twice or whatever. He, She was last seen getting to a brown Ford Pinto. Sure. Um, Two sex workers that had seen her getting into that car were interviewed and both had, you know, like placed Little there. Both have had interactions with Little and one had been strangled. Or they both had been strangled by Little at some point. Um, but only one of them reported it to police. You know, because... Sex work is illegal. Yeah, yeah I got it. Uh, little was picked up, but charges were dismissed owing to lack of physical evidence, along with some rumors of witness tampering going on. How many crimes does this guy need to commit before you're like, okay, he just shouldn't be on the streets? September 1984, Little was arrested when San Diego police officers happened upon whoa, whoa, him. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yep. Now we're in California? Yep. Okay. When police officers happened upon him strangling and beating Tanya Jackson... He was arrested and charged with rape and assault. And got um, a very small sentence? Relatively. Yes. Yes. I didn't write the time. While in uh, police custody, they were able to connect the dots to another strangulation case, that of Lori Barros in September 1984, who had met up with Little and then... Um, he strangled her and she just decided to play dead instead of like fighting back. So he left her body on the side of the road and she went forward. It's like smart. this guy did this. That's a smart woman. So with that knowledge, police combined the two cases um, and his charges and added false imprisonment to his um, rap sheet. Um, Sam pled guilty to those charges along with the two charges of assault and was given four years but after a year and a half, he was paroled. 
why? Okay. I just really just very rarely understand the justice system and the times that are given for heinous crimes. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I just like he's committed like 95 crimes by this point. Devil's advocate, he didn't technically kill. Uh, Baby, Lord Barrows. You don't. Uh, you've committed like twenty six crimes, then like four or five rapes on top of that, and you're like, yeah. yeah but I mean, how much time can you actually get for like assault? Because he didn't. Well, I don't mur- know. He should go away forever. He hasn't murdered anybody you don't think yet. He'll do it again legally. It doesn't matter if you've killed someone. You've killed a big part of them. But also, if you get acquitted, that is not on your file, Alex. We all know that you're playing devil's advocate. Don't, don't believe this thing. You should probably say that explicitly, though. I'm Alex, and I think rapists should go away to jail. Yes. Okay. This Just want to make sure that the listeners know that you're agreeing with me. But all these charges, like he was implicated in these two murders, that's not on his record because he was never charged with them, so they just... I don't care about the murder. I mean, I care about the murder. Then the police don't know that he's had previous run-ins. He's had like three rape trials. In different states. Doesn't matter. Apparently it does. You could rape in every state, country, whatever. You should be put away. But if you never get caught for it, how do they know you did it? Because he was in trial for all of them. You, You should get so many connect the dots. Like, you'd be like... Okay, he's been tried for rape twice. Like, let's just put him away. Mm-hmm. It's not a coincidence that he keeps getting tried for rape. Anyway. So after he gets yeah. out after a year and a half for those uh, assault charges and false imprisonment. and the cat? I don't know. Sorry. And the like. He, in February 1987, moves back to Los Angeles and shacks up with his on-again, off-again girlfriend. Did you write the words shacks up? Yeah. Was it in the article? Maybe. Did you shacks up? Sometimes I question the the verbiage. Um, I did not write down his girlfriend's name, but according to a different couple different sources, she like I don't think she was fully aware of what was going on, but she was also like not on par with the law. She would like support them with by like shoplifting and stealing mm. stuff. So, so he gets out nineteen eighty seven, and then he kind of just goes dark for a while, save save for a sudden appearance of bodies. You ready? Mm. How are you? Mm. July thirteenth, nineteen eighty seven. The bottle bottle. The body of Carol Eileen Elford was found strangled in an alley in Los Angeles. Guadalupe Duarte Apodaca sounds right was found September third, nineteen eighty seven, with a semen sample left on her shirt. Dead, I'm assuming. She wasn't just like walking down the street with semen on her shirt. Audrey Nelson Everett was found dead August 14th, 1989 in a fetal position behind a Chinese restaurant. And there was not a strangled? lot... Strangled? Oh, yeah. They were all... Are they all strangled? They'll all be strangled, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, obviously, police are left with a lot of loose ends. These people just are like Jane Doe's. I mean, they know who they who they are, but they're basically... They're not big in com- the community. Yeah, but... Uh, um. They don't have any leads to go on, so oh. they're just like open cold cases. Got it. For a while. If only we knew about someone who raped and strangled people mm-hmm. all over the place. Eventually, it would come around that that um that sample would be tested, and they would find that it belongs to somebody that's been previously incarcerated. Name. That's all they can do. Sam Little. Oh. Hmm. Um. But. Stop. At this point, he's kind of gone off the grid. Uh, he has no paper trail. He doesn't have like a license or credit cards. He doesn't have any physical address. What about his girlfriend? In this point of the story, I don't know. She does die at some point. Like, natural causes. Oh. 
<laughs> um, but I am not sure on when that was in relation to the entire timeline of events. Okay. But they're like, so police are aware they need to look for this guy, Sam Little, but they don't have much to go on. But we're going to really fast forward here. We were in 1989? Seven? Nine. Nine. Taylor Swift was just born. It is now 2012. Wow. You weren't kidding. Yeah. You weren't kidding. The end of the world. Oh, my. I forgot about that. I totally forgot about that. I remember that the high school senior class had these like end of the world senior shirts Mm -hmm. when the world ends we begin that was the slogan kind of a dumb slogan i took yeah i mean it is but like i thought of our senior year slogan it was pretty great i think i said this in the podcast i went to a double the ones double the fun yeah double the one double the fun they changed it double the ones and i was like that doesn't rhyme with fun i went to an end of the world party no. December twenty first, two thousand twelve. In college? Well, I was back on Long Island because it was we would have winter break. That early? December December twenty first. Oh, I thought you said twelfth. Um, I really forgot that the world was ending that year. What happened? Well, there's like this whole conspiracy theory, not conspiracy theory. It's like a riff. Oh, it's real. It's a riff on like the good place. It's like the world's supposed to end in two thousand twelve, but. Have we all, anyone felt alive since then? We're all in the bad place. I mean, I'm not surprised. Donald Trump got elected. I got a concussion. There's a raccoon in our ceiling. Mm -hmm. What if it's a family of raccoons? Kill them all. You showed me a internet meme? Meme. Cartoon? image what do you call that where it was like it's cold outside let them in i'm just saying i guess it's a meme is it a meme it was, that was a joke that one no it's not a joke no but it was supposed to be for like cats and dogs listen i wouldn't hate having a pet raccoon i'm just saying they eat their little their little food with their little hands like otters it's like an otter but fluffier less streamlined I'm so sorry, listener, about the scratching you're here the, the whole time. There's really nothing we can do. We've yeah. tried banging on the walls. And now it's in the ceiling, and that's like 20 feet above our heads. But yeah, we have high ceilings here, guys. That's how you know you got there. So in 2012, there was a break, quote-unquote, in the case when um, police found a 2007 outstanding narcotics warrant for Sam Little. Oh. And the Los Angeles um, County District Attorney is like, you know, if you can find this guy, wherever he is, I'll extradite him. You know, it's kind of late in the year, but I saw a scarecrow the other day. Mm-hmm. He was outstanding in his fields. iconic picture in my mind this iconic picture of is it just my dad yeah sure yeah he my dad posted a picture of my parents got solar panels um they'll listen to this episode like next year in june or something but uh (laughs) they got solar panels and my dad is just standing next to these solar panels which kind of dwarf him and he's kind of a, a tall guy uh and Alex commented on the photo on Facebook and is like, 10 out of 10, outstanding in the field. <laughs> it's good because my dad just like takes this st- stoic photo with these solar panels. <sighs> Have you heard about Betty? Betty Spaghetti. That's back. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We have to tell our listeners what we learned. You have to tell them what you learned. This is what we learned. So we were with my coworker Natasha and her boyfriend. He who must not be named. Um, no. Anyway, we were out to dinner with them, and we. I was like, "Have you heard about Betty?" And her boyfriend laughed. 
sort of in his sarcastic way. And I was like, Betty Spaghetti. And Natasha was like very confused. Uh, she's Russian and like was grew up in England and, you know, didn't have TV or I don't know. <laughs> anyway, she's probably like, what the heck is this? But anyway, then I showed her Betty Spaghetti. Guys, Betty Spaghetti, the spaghetti part ends in a Y. Mind blown. Just take a second to think about that. It's disgusting to look at. A few of you are Googling it. It's very 90s. Yeah, a few of you are Googling it now and being like, oh my God, it's spelled with a Y. Yeah, I'm sorry to bring that upon you, but we all learned that Betty Spaghetti, Spaghetti ended in a Y. Mm -hmm. Sorry. That's, that's, you have to go back to last episode, but. 90s thing to do. Oh, it's awful. I'm so sorry, but I needed to tell you. Anyway, continue. Here we are. Uh, we're in 2012. So yeah, 2012, they find an outstanding warrant for Sam Little and the Los Angeles DA. is like, if you can find him, I'll x-ray him back to Los Angeles. Just have him I serve. thought he was in San Diego. The narcotics is in warrant is in Los Angeles County. Okay. Got it. Which may be in San Diego. I, I don't know. don't have a clue. Um, police were able to locate sam little when they found out that his social security money was getting loaded onto a walmart card mm-hmm. so that means somebody was getting those checks and just going to walmart it's like put it put this on this prepaid card hmm. and the last time that card was used was in louisville jesus the man moves well he, he's like the geocaching for murderers guy you got a Keep them guessing. You gotta. You can't stick around. Fair, fair, fair. U.S. Marshals located Little in Wayside Christian Mission, which is a homeless shelter, and then he was extradited back to Los Angeles for the narcotics warrant. Any idea what drug? I don't. Okay, that's cool. Upon getting back to California, he was entered into VICAP. Have you seen that? Which yeah, is it's a database. Violent Criminal Apprehension yeah. Program. It's a database. Which right. is used for serial, violent, and sexual crimes. And then they were also able to like connect the um, dots on another case and Carol Elford's case from 25 years earlier. They found his DNA was on her bra and under her fingernails. So in January 2013, the DA filed murder charges for that. Police approached the two sex, wor- sex workers from... Ugh. From forever ago? Yeah. Uh, Layla McCain and Hilda Nelson. They both had reported their interactions with Little back in the 80s. They were obviously skeptical to work with the police since the last time they did. Nothing ever happened. Yeah. Jesus. These poor ladies. One of them was quoted as saying, ain't nobody cared about um, us until that white girl turned up dead a year later. Didn't nobody care about a black prostitute in Mississippi. Oh, they were both black? Yeah. That's tough. Not being black. That's not what I mean. I'm sorry. I just mean that sucks. That mm-hmm. that's the how it happened. Yeah, those two women were bold for coming forward in the '80s, or let alone at all. Like it doesn't matter. And anyway. Also, just now, I'm I'm pretty sure, but like I'm just like freaking out. I'm thinking that my state. Um, Shorten abbreviation is wrong. What is it? I wrote MS. That's Mississippi. Okay. For some reason, I'm thinking it's Missouri. That's MO. Um, when Layla went to go to Sam Little's trial, she was unable to make the stand. She broke down halfway between like the witness stand and um, like where she was sitting in the courtroom. Um. She was eventually able to compose herself and then testify against him little saying that he like strangled her and all these things that happened. After weeks of trial, Sam Little was convicted on three counts of murder in September 2014. At the time, he's 74 and is now in a wheelchair. He's continuing to insist on his innocence. When he leaves the courtroom, he like raises his fists in like defiance. Like he's some stupid white black panther. 
Oh, he's black. Or also Black Lives Matter was probably around in 2014 also, right? I don't know, but that's the Black Panther symbol. But it's also Black Lives Matter. Well, based on probably the Black Panther symbol. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was black. I thought he was just some other... Some white guy. Look at me, I'm racist. <laughs> oh, dear. So yeah, 74, he's in a wheelchair. Insists on his innocence. He will get three consecutive life sentences. Um, his imprisonment between 2014 and 2018 is largely un- unremarkable. In May of 2018, Little confesses to the murder of Denise Brothers. She was found murdered in 1994 in Odessa, Texas. <gasps> Denise was found roughly a month after she disappeared from Odessa. Save the cheerleader. Save the world. <laughs> Sorry. November 9th, 2018. Little confesses to murdering Melissa Thomas in Opelousas, Louisiana. She was found strangled in a graveyard in 1996. It's just going to keep going. Four days later, he would claim to have killed about 90 people (gasps) between 1970 and 2005. November 15th, the Russell County, Alabama DA, announced that Little had confessed to murdering Brenda Alexander in 1979. She was found nude on a dirt road in Russell County. A day later, Little would admit to strangling a still un- un- unidentified woman in 19- 1977. Her body had been a few found a few years after her death, um, so it was just completely skeletal- skeletalized. He also admitted to the murder of Fredonia Smith in July of 1982 in Macon, Georgia. How are you doing? With How many of these are, are confirmed? I'll get there. <gasps> uh, no, I lost my spot. Sorry, Macon. Yeah, I know. With that off his chest, he felt like he could keep going. So in the fall, he admitted to the murder of Dorothy Richards in 1982 and Daisy McGuire in 1996. Both were from Huma, Louisiana. 1978. Or he also had mur- admitted to the murder of uh, Julia Critchfield in 1978. She was found strangled and dumped off a cliff in Gulfport, Mississippi. And they like kept going on these leads and finding these bodies based on what he said. Mm-hmm. He also admits to the murder of Nancy Carroll in Tupelo, Mississippi in 2005. The 1978 murder of Evelyn Weston found in Fort Jackson, South Carolina. The 1982 murder of Rosie Hill in or around Ocala, Florida. Late November of 2018, the FBI said that 34 of Little's uh, claims had been confirmed and they were working to verify the remaining of his claims. He also then began making confessions in an attempt to get moved from Los Angeles County prisons. Um... December 13th, he pled guilty to the murder of Denise Brothers and received another life sentence. So that was like the first person he admitted to in prison. Uh, Later in December, he would admit to... um, Sorry, not admit to. He would be indicted on the death of Linda Sue Boards in May, from May of 1981 in Warren County, Kentucky. This is tragic. Through his confessions, police were able to identify a murder victim now known to be Martha Cunningham. She was killed in Fort Knox County, Tennessee in 1975. So the entire time, we'll, we'll get there, but he'll be like, I killed a person near... Fort Lauderdale, and this time she was, and he had, he has pretty good memory. It's like, she's... Yeah, you don't forget that. 5'7", 140. Ew. Ew. Uh, creepy. Uh, God. Um, May of... Did he, pro- he probably didn't learn most of their names. Uh, likely not. He doesn't... Were yeah. they mostly sex workers? Yeah, and um, like young African-American women. Were they mostly black? Yeah. 
all of them mostly black and i think almost entirely but yeah it's like sex workers and black people black women mostly were they were there any white i all black and latina there were a couple of latino ones you said i don't think there were any white ones or white people but not 100 percent on that don't quote me on that nobody's gonna quote you where are they gonna quote you First, we need to be famous to be quoted. In May of this year, Ohio prosecutors. This year? Yep. Like six months ago? Yeah. Indicted Little on four counts of murder and six of kidnapping. They were. Wait, that's it? Well, just in Ohio. Oh, 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 oh. They were. Iowa. Uh, yes. He was charged with the murder of Mary Jo Payton, killed in 1984, Rose Evans in 1991 both killed in the Cleveland area. Peyton was found in 1983 and only had skeletal remains. And she had remained unidentified until 1992. Um, Rose Evans was found a year after her death. He also then admitted to three more murders in Ohio and two near near Cincinnati and one in Akron. Mm. Um, Have you ever been to Ohio? Yeah, in Toledo. Hmm. He would also admit to Anna Stewart. Anna Stewart. Um, she was last seen October 6, 1981, and five days later her body would be found. He killed a still unknown Jane Doe between the ages of 15 and 50, sometime between 1980 and 99. Ages of 15 and 50? I guess the forensic anthropologist is not very good at his identifying remains. He's calling you out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, That's she was a huge range. Killed sometime between 1980 and 1999, also. That's a huge range. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Sam Little would be convicted on the murder of Rose Evans, the Jane Doe, and Anna Stewart on August 23rd, 2019. During his imprisonment, he has picked up art and draws the faces of his victims. The FBI has and does release those drawings in hopes that people will be able to identify the victims shown there and then give some their families some amount of salt, like closure and solace in knowing what happens. So far, it has helped with at least one case of that of Roberta Tandrich. Why does he do it? That's what I want to know. Well, right now he's trying to like get out of Los, Los Angeles County prison. No, screw you. Go and rot in hell. If I believed in it, mm-hmm. you'd rot there. But, um, yeah, it helped to identify... Pause re- for landlord. Garage opening. Okay. Yeah, so it helped to identify the body of Roberta Tandrich. She was found in the Akron area in 1991. The portrait that she had he had drawn read Akron, Left in Woods, 1990-1991. He put it on there? He wrote. How kind. Well, like with each drawing, there is some amount of detail associated with it. He's able to give time ranges of when he killed them, the city. And then when he's asked, he's able to give like height and weight and what cool. they were what they were wearing and stuff. What a saint. How kind. It is unclear if any charges will be um, made against him for Roberto Tandrich at this time. So he has been convicted on eight murders. Police have been able to link him um, through either victim IDs or confessions to 61 murders. But he has confessed to 93. Um, Why? He's, I don't know what drove him to kill, but he's never thought he would be caught because he was targeting people that he viewed as like society just forgetting about, like sex workers That's and why I asked, black people. Like, yeah. So he felt like he could get away for it. Just... But you didn't have much on his backstory. I'm not saying every killer could be explained by a backstory, but they often have a backstory. Uh, you said his mom could have been a prostitute. Yeah. And if. That's not. 
I mean, if she brought men Jonathan. around or something. What? Did you say? John's home. Who's John? If she brought John's home. Oh, they said John is home. No. Yeah, if she. John is a term for someone who has sex with people. Yeah. Um, she brought John's home. <laughs> people around that could have somehow uh, twisted, and he was like, "I hate women. I hate sex workers." Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's confessed to 93, spanning between uh, 1970 and 2005. But that still needs to be like dug in two more just to be certain on those numbers. 93. So right now he's in California State Prison of Los Angeles County. He's 79, um, is in a wheelchair, has a heart condition and diabetes. Yeah, well, one of them's bound to get him. This is uh, the after and before photo. That doesn't look like the same person. And it, it is. What was he? Three musketeers in the first shot. He's got a he's got a mustache and a soul patch. It's not a it's like a pointy soul patch. Weird. And like I said, he this felt like he was never going to get caught because he was targeting people that. Yeah, but why start confessing? I mean, you're caught at this point. Might yeah, as well. I mean, you're caught for a little bit. You don't have to like solidify it. Also, when I mentioned it to one of my bosses, because I know he doesn't listen, <laughs> um, he's like, well, as long as he keeps feeding them information, he's never going to get the chair. He's never going to be killed in prison. As long yeah, as, but... As long as he serves a purpose, he's going to live the rest of his life in prison. But most people want to die instead of prison. Yeah, but maybe he's... Dying is the easy way. Maybe he's relishing in it. No. Nobody relishes in prison. No, not in prison, but like... I kill these people and I know everything and you know nothing. Mm. Yeah. Um, but the FBI... You you told someone what story you were doing? This this afternoon? You broke the code? This afternoon, yeah. You broke the code? I've never told anybody any of the stories I've done. You're a better person than I am. You broke the code. <sighs> the FBI has labeled him the most prolific serial killer in the U.S. So, I mean, he's, yeah, he's been in the news recently-ish, August. 2019. Yeah. And that's probably more likely to come out. Yeah, it's going to keep happening. We might have a this just in moment. He's broken 100 or something. Yeah. Sam Little. He didn't have any. Not so little. He didn't have any monikers. Sam not so little. The most prolific serial killer in the United that's States. That's a big moniker. You know that that's a that's a big one. That's not just that's not just a superlative you get without accomplishing something. In terms of scale, Gacy was like thirty-five. And yet, if you went to someone and said John Wayne Gacy, Sam Little. Yeah. Oh, is it because it's because he was weird, a weird in a like a, a niche way. Or was it, I don't know, the 80s was very serial killer big. Like This guy was big in the 80s. But he wasn't caught in the 80s. That doesn't matter. The people matter. that were caught in the 80s are the big names that you know now. True. Hmm. I think it was the niche clown thing. What about Ted Bundy? <laughs> um. The niche killing women thing? Blast off. Blast off, your computer's going to town. Or was it the bludgeoning sorority sisters to death with a log? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think there's uh, more of a notoriety with white killers. I mean, for sure. You don't really ever so hear about I think that's... black or women serial killers. Well, there's that guy in like, what? Ecuador or something that's killed like the most people ever. Like yeah, hundreds. I don't know where he was, but like that's my my point is you know to start off with he was black. People who hear about white people killing lots of people that's a bigger, it's a more known thing. Oh, it's but it's par for the course for white people. 
but even the even like it's it's like white man killers which is just yeah just like because like eileen wernos is well known but i don't think she's as well known as like ted bundy or zodiac or john mangese or whatever like Hmm. because i think there's this element in the u.s where it's like this white man in your neighborhood could be the killer. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I can't explain it. And if I try to, it makes me sound weird. But there's this just automatic notoriety if you're a white male. Because you could be anybody. Not saying that a, a black male or a white female or a black female or whatever... But for some reason, that rings true with the American experience. Well, in the U.S. I, I still feel like everyone's going to hate me from this explanation, and I'm trying my best to explain what I think I feel. Well, like I think it's similar to what you're saying. In the U.S., people of color are already assumed to be. There's already something against them. Right. And, and of course... So when a, a white guy comes out and it's like, kill somebody, it's like, oh my God, he was so nice. You never would have expected him. It's like him. that guy. Uh, what's his name? Brent? No. Uh, Trent? No. Brock? Brock. Turner. Brock. White guy swimmer man. Or whatever he was. Mm-hmm. And he's like a dick and awful and horrible. And then like, it's like, oh, boys will be mines. And then you're like. But you- it still like becomes this huge deal. Because like, oh, this, this, this. Like, young white man did this thing. No way. Uh Uh-uh. I don't know. I can't. And, like... White people. It also comes... Like, it doesn't sound great coming from you and me. Also. And I don't think that our listeners think that we're one way or another in terms of, like... I think they get what we're saying. I still feel like I have to over-explain myself because I'm bad at explaining things. But anyway. Yeah. Um, I have an STFU. Do you have one that you'd rather have? Do you want the whole episode? What do you mean? Do you have an STFU that you'd no. like to share? No. No? No. No. Oh, also, here are some of his drawings. He's actually pretty... He's talented. <laughs> for drawing dead people. Dang. Which is why the FBI uses them. It's like, do you know this person? That's cute. They look nice. He portrays them in a good light. There's not the, the dead body. It's not dead. It's like, this is how I saw them when I met them. Yeah. The one on the far right top really looks happy. That's interesting. But then he accompanies with, like, Left in the Woods in Akron. Oh, God. <laughs> so, um, you and I. Ingram Michelson. No. Um, you and I went to a concert with my parents in Homer, New York, at the Homer Performing Arts Center, a.k.a. the Old Church. And prior to going to the church for the concert, it was not like a church concert. But anyway, prior to going to the concert, you we the four of us went to um, Cortland Brewing Company. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Okay. We went to Cortland Brewing Company. And we're sitting at this table. And behind me are a couple guys talking. And all of a sudden, I think you see me, like, on my phone, like, writing something down. Perhaps. And I thought you had heard them, but you said you didn't. Anyway, <clears throat> we were at this bar, brewery, and one of these, like, guys goes, how's the boy? He better? And the other guy goes, nah, He's still farting up a storm like a dickhead. (laughs) 
take a drink for that. I'm the, this is the best Alex reaction we've had for an STFU. Yeah, because it's stupid. He's <laughs> still farting up the storm like a dickhead. What? I assume he means his son, like a newborn son. I don't know. Or the guy's boyfriend. I have no idea. <laughs> or like a 10-year-old. Who knows? And what is this scenario in which he's farting up a storm? Uh, it's probably a kid. Like a newborn or something. Like a dickhead. And is he better? Like what sickness leads to like farting up a storm? No, I think just babies just... No, no, no. It's not farts. Babies have like liquids everywhere. Mm. He's farting up a storm. Like a dickhead. <laughs> the reaction from you is better than the story. Although, I will say it's a very strange... Very strange conversation. And a very strange depiction of an illness or condition or... I don't think it's an illness. I think it's... Uh... Do think it's not maybe not, not a newborn, but like a year old or something. It's just like figuring out my body. <laughs> That's not what you did. Yeah, you grab you grab your toes and you rock back and forth, and you just <laughs> you just toddle around and fart. I mean, grabbing your toes—that's like the perfect posture for farting. It's <laughs> like a cannon. It's a cannon ready to go. Yeah, you never tried it. No. Try it later. Okay. All right, I'll tell you how it goes. We don't need to be together when I grab my toes like a newborn and fart up a storm like a dickhead. Okay. Oh, and with our potty humor and our lack of graduation from fourth grade, we'll end this episode. You're welcome, Dad. Still in elementary school. Still making fart jokes. It wasn't overly graphic either, so... Are you kidding me? I'm not. You raped and wait. I'm, I'm not jizzing to the soil hands. <laughs> I know. <laughs> nothing. Nothing compares to sifting your hand through soil and coming everywhere. That's just like go listen to Vampire of Dusseldorf if you're welcome. If you haven't, um, <laughs> twenty. Yeah, it's episode twenty. Um. Thanks for sticking with us for 30 episodes. It's a big deal. Um, If you enjoyed our episode, please head on over to your favorite podcasting streaming site, aka like iTunes and things like that, and rate us. A positive rating would be great. A little like ditty about why you like us would be even better. People like to read those. We appreciate those high ratings. And... If you care about our lives and want to see us and our faces and our cat, head on over to our socials at Sad Tales Podcast. Um, do you also feel like so inclined in supporting us further monetarily? You can head over to uh, patreon.com slash Sad Tales Podcast. Yeah. And there for as little as I think it's $2. $2. You get access to another... Um, shorter form podcast on supernatural things which we're gonna record right after this are we yep spoiler alert i got it it, yeah it's like 20 to 30 minutes a little ditty about something spooky and uh we've heard from our patrons it's a great episode we like to think so too and the holidays are coming, and we're sending out holiday cards to our patrons. It's going to be good. Uh, other than that, if you have an STFU, or if you have a story suggestion, or you want to send us a picture of your pet, or you want to say, hey, sorry about your concussion, or anything like that, or like, hey, Alex, we also hold our toes and fart, anything mm-hmm. like that. feel free to send us an email sadtailpodcast at gmail.com and we will 
answer your emails because we like hearing from you. Anything else? Nope. Cool. See you. Later. Tell a friend. Oh. Anyone you know. <laughs>